Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Dee Dee. We are the hilarious outcome of opposing brains sharing a mutual desire to share knowledge and positive thinking about hemp and cannabis. We are here to tear down the walls built by Big Pharma and other big companies that seek to keep the human race in fear and divided. We are here to shatter the myths about hemp and cannabis and change the stigma of this amazing plant. Welcome to Hemp and Happiness with the Hemp Queen and Emperor podcast. Join us as we venture into this misunderstood and the unknown. Hey, y'all, welcome back to our podcast. We appreciate you all listening. And don't forget to follow us and like us and leave us your comments about these podcasts. And hey, if there's something you want to talk about, let us know. We're always open for ideas, but welcome, welcome, welcome. So today, Matt, we get to talk about some fun stuff. Yes, we always get to talk about fun stuff. (laughs) It's wonderful. Uh, We're going to talk about the exploration of the hemp industry and kind of how it came to be. Um, Man, I guess it started a long, long, long time ago, at least as far as the legalities of hemp and what was allowed and what wasn't allowed in the United States. Um, There's a lot of, uh, God, that was back in the, what, 20s, late 20s? After World War II? Well, I mean, how, how far back do you want to go? Just, we're I briefly mean, touching know, the, on it. The, we're just the, briefly touching on that the history. The sales side. of the Mayflower were <laughs> were woven with hemp. Yes, hemp has were. been found in, you know, the oh, tombs of pharaohs, King yes. Solomon. Uh, uh, the use of, of it as a psychotrope has, there's 4,000 years ago, they found chalices uh, where they burned the flowers oh, yeah. and and inhaled them in spiritual. So I mean, you you know, We're it's such a rabbit hole. I think that it's just like the elevator pitch, and then <laughs> get into like what's going on in the industry today, yes, right? Yes, for sure. So you know, hemp ha- has been a, a product uh, for industrial use and um, medical use for centuries, yes, um, and arguably further um it became controversial uh up into the the 18th and beginning of 20th centuries uh when and i'll let Didi expound on this but when conflicting interests uh didn't want to see him um Mm. and there's several reasons why so why don't you tell us lots of a little bit about that so dupont was probably one of the biggest reasons that uh hemp was one made to be illegal after the war because before in world war ii they were using hemp for everything they needed it it was a great commodity and then after that maybe even in world war one they kind of put the holds on it because dupont wanted to make their synthetic products and the timber industry certainly didn't like hemp because it grew quick and fast and it could be used for all sorts of papers things like that Um, cotton industry didn't want it they wanted to stick with their cotton you know you can make hemp clothing hemp is extremely extremely versatile not only does our body need it but we can make a lot of things out of it and i think um, some of the bigger companies that were pretty much running the united states which some of them still are um (laughs) we they kind of made it illegal and then god in the 70s I mean, you got the whole Nixon era that put uh, marijuana and, you know, the whole reefer madness that was in the 40s, too. 
So it, there, there's so much history behind hemp and then also behind cannabis in general that trying to break down those stigmas and how people believe and think about it, that's really why we're here, you know? Yeah, yeah. so I think, you know, to summarize that, uh, the, the hemp and cannabis industry was shut down, at least in the United States, mm-hmm. because it conflicted with economic interests yes. of, of people who just simply just had more money. More eloquently the the renewability um, is superior. There's really no question there. Um, but I think that the real moral to that is um, the banning of hemp and cannabis was really not for any physical danger right. or that it was causing a real issue with anyone. Um, our contention is it's actually mm-hmm. actually quite the opposite, um, but it was purely for financial interests. Um, and I think that that's overlooked a lot, um, and that was really buried when you, we got under the war on drugs oh, in the 80s sure. where cannabis got rolled, w- started in the 70s, but really took off with mm-hmm. Reagan. Um, yeah, and even worse. there were other... I mean, we could have a whole c- we can. show we might podcast have have just, on the, just on the <laughs> 80s. So that brings us to where we are today uh-huh. um, with the industry where there's a, a lot of wonderful and terrible things going on as we, na- as we navigate this Good new landscape and, and really try to figure it out. Um, because, you know, the wonderful part being CBD has been federally legalized. Mm-hmm. Um, you have cannabis uh, legal uh, for var- varying, you know, recreational and medical through, I think we're up to 40% uh, of the states in the United States now. Um, I'd have to close. check that statistic, but it's, it's, it's in that ballpark. Um, and, and, and that number is rising. Oh, and yes. there's even uh, now discussion of uh, marijuana being federally legal in some capacity. So. A Don't ton, hold your breath. I'm not holding my breath, but 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 it's progress. It's progress, it and we it have is. wonderful things going on. And then with that, we also have the bad. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. So the bad about this whole industry. I mean, I think the worst part about it is is the banking, banking and credit card processing. Those are awful for the actual retail side. Okay. Now for the actual industry back in 2018, when the federal farm bill passed in December, it seemed like that opened a huge door for so many people to jump on board and start growing. And a lot of, there was so much, so many people started growing hemp and, um, all of a sudden there's a surplus and not everybody knows how to grow this plant. So you've got varying degrees of cannabinoids, how high the CBD can be, how low. I mean, not everybody, it's not, granted, it's a very easy plant to grow. They they call it weed for a reason, but to grow it, um, to make sure it's below that 0.3% on the THC, a lot of farmers lost their crops. Um, and that, 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 that in and of itself is a shame. They put all their hard time money work into that and then there they are burning crops right in their field if it tested hot um you know genetics helps with that hemp genetics the seeds the um oh gosh the uh what are the the plants yeah clones thank you the clones i mean those are great if you have a good clone set but right yeah those those are issues that not most people, they just kind of jumped on that bandwagon thinking, hell yeah, let's grow hemp and we're going to be rich. And well, I think that, the you know, there's just a lot of people that, that jumped onto the industry for uh, 
the right and yes. wrong reasons. Um, I think that you know economic interests uh, continue to exploit the industry, um, and and really, it boils down to where's that sweet spot to where we have the appropriate regulation, we have the appropriate. Um, uh, processes mm. um, without it being so regulated that people have restricted access to the product. Agreed. And <clears throat> I think in the state of Kentucky, there's a lot of restrictions that people don't know about. Yeah. And this state is not as hemp friendly as everyone thinks it is. Um, even for the processors, for the growers, uh, even for the retail side of it, it's not nearly as hemp friendly as people think. Granted, I think Kentucky could be the Mecca center of hemp. And that was the goal, I think, when the program started here in Kentucky. Uh, it We are still left behind. Most other states have better programs than we do. Um, most states don't put the restrictions on like Kentucky does. And that hurts Kentucky farmers. It hurts Kentucky processors. It hurts Kentucky retailers. Right. Uh, you really have to draw this attention to your congressmen, to your senators. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they know what you support, um, because that, that, that's the only way you're going to have any opportunity to to make change. But you can make change. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's that's really what we want for Kentucky. Because here's the reality: um, the soil in Kentucky is some of the best, phenomenal in the country to produce in this the world. In the, in the world, in the world. Um, and uh, uh, Kentucky is a great state and a, and a great place to live, and there is opportunity here. Um, and the only way you can you can't out money economic interests because they just they have the money, they right? Have the money they have the control. The only way you can do it is if the voice of the people becomes so loud and so powerful um, that it can't be ignored. Uh, so you know the more the really the moral of the restrictions in Kentucky is you as an individual need to speak out, need to make a difference. Absolutely. If you don't agree what's go- with what's going on, uh, because the more that people that speak out, and I think that this has been proven more in, in our society today than any than any time, mm-hmm. good, bad, and indifferent, um, if the voice is loud enough, it will be heard. Yes, agreed. So, I completely agree with that. You know? I mean... Um, that's important. I think it's important that we all come together, whether you are pro-rec, whether you are pro-medical, whether you are pro-hemp only. I think we all need to come together and make our voices heard, especially right. in this state. I think that's super important. Yeah. So let's switch gears a little. Right. Um, the bad economic interest. I mean, you have to have money. Money is what makes the world go mm-hmm. round. Money is what funds the things that we do. Um, That's what caused the boom. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so uh, with that, w- w- you know, with that being said, though, when people are just purely in it for the money and not for the um, it shows the intention of the product, it shows in the quality. It does. Um, and it affects the consumer who then is confused with, yes. you know, this is a highly unregulated industry. There's a couple different reasons for that. that I mean, we could do a show just on that. Uh, but ultimately, might. there's a yeah, there's a lot of uh, lack of, of, of regulation, which leads to a lot of confusion, a lot of misrepresentation. How can a consumer um, 
know that they're buying a quality product. Well, and that is extremely important. And since the beginning, since I've been doing this since 2016, at least as far as the sales go, that's always been important. Um, Your manufacturer needs to have quality product in order to extract from, right? So it starts with the plant. It starts with the plant. It needs to be grown organically. It needs to test the way it should be testing as far as the CBD and THC goes. It needs to be tested for heavy metals and for salmonella and other contaminants. So when it is first comes out, it needs to be tested, making sure that there's no pesticides being used on it and it's grown organically. That's super important. Um, then from there, how it's extracted. I mean, the extraction process is important too. CO2 is the safest, healthiest, and cleanest. I'm not a fan of hydrocarbons or AKA butane extraction. I will never be for that. Um, but there are people that would argue with you. Yes, there are people that argue with me and, and, that's fine. I yeah. will accept that argument. Yeah. I just know me personally, I prefer the CO2 method. Yeah. Um, there's also an e- ethanol extraction, which ethanol is alcohol. We all love alcohol in Kentucky. Um, is, you know, that, and that's not a bad extraction either. Cause you know, uh, before, but ethanol is not the kind of alcohol that, that, no. that you're, it's, no, you're <laughs> no, it's not, the kind you no, it's not. no. And, <laughs> And the worst part about that extraction is, um, you know, the regulations as far as getting rid of the used products. So you've got those kind of things too. There's uh, right. all those kind of regs and stuff. Right. Um, but you know, it starts that it starts there, and then having it tested by DEA certified labs is important. The fact that your manufacturer should be audit certified with good manufacturing practices, but actually audit certified that they are and they're following all that stuff. I mean, that's yeah. freaking important. Well, and I, you I want s- a level of cleanliness when you're putting this stuff in your body, people are using this. That's important. So mm. paraphrase that for, uh-huh. for the listeners. Get that out. It, you, you have, uh, it's, it's very important that you know how, how, and at least where the plant is grown. Yes. The, ex- the process in which it was extracted. Yes. And, uh, the contents, purity, and accuracy. Yes. And all of that can be determined from a the certificate, certificate of analysis, analysis. Which we will right. probably talk about more later. Yeah. But yeah. Th- so so this information to the, the listeners and watchers out there should be available. Mm-hmm. And if the person who you're purchasing it from does not have it available, you probably shouldn't buy it from them. Agreed. Um, because they, you know, either they know or don't know what they're selling. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's it's not good for you. Exactly. Um, and that, so. that, that's important. I mean, we got in this to be at least myself and Matt too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about the health aspects of mm-hmm. this amazing plant. Mm-hmm. I don't want something that's crappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to put that in my body and yeah. most other people don't either. And I think when I got in this business that it had to have the gold standard, I knew that I was going to be helping others with this and I had all of our products are vetted. Yeah. I mean, they just are. And, yeah. and anybody that's in this business should know that. Yeah. Um, now, of course, with the industry standards, things have improved over time. You know, there's Q&R codes now where you yeah. can scan the little Q&R code right on the package and it should take you right to the certificates of analysis on the yes. page. Yes. That's important, I believe, um, because of it's not mandatory in the industry here in Kentucky. We do it anyway. Yeah. I think that is important. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I think everybody should have that. There has to be, you know, and if you have questions about the the COA, you got to be able to talk to somebody and ask them questions about it. I think yeah. that's important that the people selling it know what they're selling. I think that was my biggest hang up in 2018 when this whole industry just kind of blew up in 2019. Most people didn't know what they were selling. Well, and it, 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 it you know, it's a, it's kind of indicative of, of the time that we're in where, where people just want to be spoon fed information. Yes. And unfortunately when you're dealing in, when you're you're purchasing something in an industry that that's that's frontier and unregulated, you really need to take it upon yourself to do that independent research and that that critical thinking and and ask yourself, you know, is this product right for me for many different reasons, uh, quality and purity absolutely being one of them. I mean, this is something that you're putting into your body mm-hmm. um, to help you, and if it has pesticides or impurities in it, right. it could do the opposite. And then what that does is it brings down the industry. Exactly. Um, and then you, you know, don't want that. This is yes. a good thing. We want to keep this well, good. And if, if, if and that's if if it seems too cheap to be tr- uh, good or true, <laughs> yes. it is. It is agreed because um, you simply cannot produce a quality uh, cannabinoid or cannabinoid product. Um, at, at, a, at, a, no. at a low cost. It, it, it's just something that it's not, it's not worth substan- you your, can't your sus- health and, and your safety to mess with. And substantiate the growth of the industry. It, buying cheap, cheap product is not... I mean, that's like clothing. Take For the example for clothing, you buy cheap clothing, you're going to keep buying cheap clothing all the time. Yeah. If you buy something good that is solid quality, you're gonna, it's going to last you for a while. You, you really can't use price point as a no. marker of quality in the industry because then you have the opposite. Some yes. of these boutique shops now mm-hmm. are outrageous. Uh-huh. And I, I'm like, there's no way that, that you're not making a 400% margin on that product. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It, it, and, you know, they, this is the United States. You can charge whatever you want to charge. That's and true. if someone, you know, P.T. Barnum, there's a sucker born every minute. So if somebody's going to buy it at that price, I'll by all means sell it. But don't just assume because you're buying expensive, you're buying quality. Uh, very, it very takes true. That, it takes that oh my gosh, research. Very there's true. both ends of the spectrum. Yes. You know, you don't want to overpay, but you don't want to underpay uh, exactly. uh, either. So, you know, do the do the research. Uh, the information's out there. Get a hold of it well, and then make your decision on, and, on, on and, your purchase. And my gosh, buyer beware of the scam emails that you will get that says, get a free jar of gummies and this will treat everything in the world. Yeah. Well, first off, they should not be making claims to this because it's not FDA approved. Yeah. You know, you can't make any claims to the health benefits of hemp or CBD or any of that stuff. But yeah. second, they use this and I've, it's happened a few times to some of our customers and it infuriates me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. You signed up for an email to get your free bottle and you put in all your credit card information. So every month they will keep charging you for that. And typically it is a low amount of milligrams and you really probably aren't going to feel anything from yeah. that. Yeah. So they have not only overcharged you, they've given you your free bottle, which is great, of course, to try, but they didn't counsel you on how to use it. And then they keep charging you an astronomical rate later. So you're stuck with it and you can't turn it off. 
Yeah. There's no way to turn it off. Yeah. And some of these, you know, some people really get scammed by this and that, that infuriates me. Now, great. We've got subscriptions on ours, but you can turn it on and turn it off yourself and we're not going to spam you to death about that. Um, well, big difference, big yeah, difference. There, there, there's a, there's a lot of marketing ploys out there. there so there are. you just, you just have to be careful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you that, really and, do. and you have to know the product that you're buying too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does it have THC? Uh, it, that's so important because you may be in a job where mm-hmm. they still have the archaic regulations uh, around THC that could cost you your, your job. Yep. You could take a full spectrum CBD and fail a drug test. Yes. Um, and there are some amazing THC free products out there. Mm-hmm. Broad spectrum. Um, great. That uh, yield wonderful results in my opinion. Um, and you just need to know what they are and know it's available, know to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want something that's rich in THC, you need to ask for that. But you also need to understand the effects and, and any potential re- repercussions that come along with that. So, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and uh, it's ironic because it really brings you to the point where we are in an industry where people are have to use critical thinking to make a conscious purchase and we are in a time where critical thinking has all but been abandoned in our culture today so you know this is kind of a wake-up call you know yeah yeah. and 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 that extends even beyond cbd it does i I mean know what you're putting in your body Mm -hmm. uh because there are is dangerous stuff out there that that They'll put it on the bottle that it's dangerous, but they won't tell you. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know. Um, Problems happen later. Yeah. yeah. So do the research. I mean, Think for yourself. Round up in our cereal. Oh, yeah. I'll just leave it out there. <laughs> Think for yourself. Do the research. Know what you're putting in your body is a healthy, safe product. Mm-hmm. Um, and make educated uh, decisions. That's so. super important. Yeah. You know, and I, I think I wanted to get back to that part too. I had mentioned it earlier about how hemp is grown organically and how important that is. Right. Well, but does having that little organic sticker on the bottles truly matter? No, that's a marketing tactic. Exactly. And most people don't know that they think that that little green sticker is, Oh, the tell all it's the best. It's the best. And then that's simply not true. Um, you can check the COA to make sure it's organic, yeah. organically grown. Um, and I'm not knocking organic cause no, I think organic products are great, especially vegetables. Absolutely. Uh, on so, vegetables. I agree. Um, anyway, yeah. But for when it comes to the hemp and the CBD products, that little sticker is not going to give you the true answers to how good this product is. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. Um, it's all about having integrity in the business and providing that information to our customers so they know exactly what they're getting. And that's important for anyone that is looking to buy CBD, have questions about CBD. Um, Those retailers need to be able to answer those questions. Yeah. And if you ask a few very basic questions about the product, you're going to find out really quick if you're speaking to someone who's educated or not, or if they're just selling. And and it's just that, 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 that simple, um, because you know you want an edu- you want an educated person, mm-hmm. especially for this product, who at least knows what's in their product um, right. that they're selling. So right, that's super important. Yeah. That that is, in all honesty, Matt, that is why I opened Five Hundred Two Hemp mm-hmm. because I wanted people to be able to come in, ask questions, us be able to educate them, 
on all aspects of it. And that was so important to me. And I love how we have managed to keep that, that same concept. What I first started with when I opened my store, even today, even to today, even with new products on the market where we do, um, you know, I mean, the whole Delta eight thing, that's, that's new to us. That's new to pretty much everybody. It's about a year, but still, you know, that concept, we need to be able to educate people and provide a good, solid quality product. And that, I think that's just important. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, so even if you don't buy, buy from us and we hope that you do, we do. Hope but if, do. even if you don't, that's okay. <laughs> just do the research. Yeah, uh, please. you know, um, it, it's, it's more important to us that you buy a safe quality product. That's going to represent the industry properly. Exactly. Um, then just go for something because it looks affordable. Yes. Um, yes. Or is convenient. Or um, even cost too much, so you think it is better. <laughs> or is the most expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a lot of things yeah. out there. So, yeah. Yeah. And at that point, I think that we have probably covered we probably what we have. can cover on this one today. I, yeah. the, I hope you enjoyed the rabbit holes. that They were uh, numerous, yep. <laughs> as <laughs> we always. We do that. We always so, do that. Um, um, what we're going to be, um, I think we're going to be talking about some certificates of analysis and a little bit more in depth in our next podcast. Well, so. maybe not our next, but maybe one of the ones next. coming down yeah. the road. So Coming down. We appreciate you for listening out there. And Absolutely. Yeah. Keep it hempy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hemp and Happiness with the Hemp Queen. And Emperor. Keep your mind ever open and expanding. Like, subscribe, review, follow us, all the good stuff. And keep, keep it, it hempy, hempy out, out there. there.